We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Oh, hi. Hey there. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as Sister Twain got here, she started coughing up a lung. And I was like, what is happening? I was fine before this. This podcast is cursed. You guys, hi. Welcome to Hot Drink. Hi. It's a podcast. It's about COVID-19 and its ramifications. (laughs) It's not, actually. But it should be. We are going to start centering our episodes from here on out on the impending civil war yes that's going to begin in november yes yeah that's going to be exciting do you you really think that biden's so so all i'm I'm seeing all this stuff about his numbers are so much better than trump's yeah but here's the thing we cannot look at numbers because that is the exact same thing that it said about hillary's numbers i know and we all were like oh it's fine there's no way trump will win and then he won and then he won i woke up the next morning and i didn't know who i was anymore yeah yeah, we cried. So we should ignore all polls. We all need to show up and vote for Biden, the serial rapist and murderer, probably. <laughs> but he's our only hope. It's really complicated. He really is. He's Listen, our Obi-Wan. Welcome to Hot Drinks. This welcome. is a podcast. This is a, we already said that, but it's a good reminder. It is a good reminder in case you forgot. In case you're like, what am I listening to? I can't see the screen. What's but... in my ears and why is there no visual? Because... <laughs> Podcasts are an audible-only medium. Audio, not audible. Um, audible is a, imagine, a sponsor who we don't have. Imagine if you went to the drive-in movie. Right. And there was no screen, just sound. Right. It's like best. But you yeah. were in your car yeah. still, <laughs> sitting in a field with a bunch of other cars, <laughs> just listening. It's anyway, my name, my name is Brother Jack Coffee. <clears throat> I am your host with the most. I am Latter-day Twain. I am your... I'm, well, I'm not going to say hostess. No, because no, fuck that gender I'm gonna normativity. Say, I'm your host with the toast. Oh, I love toast. Here's yes, toast is so good. Look, I love toast, but also when I was in college, all us vir, vir, virginial, virginal, virgins, virginal uh-huh. theater girls would say, oh, he is sex on toast. Like we even knew what the fuck we were talking about. What <laughs> wait is- a minute, wait a minute, <clears throat> wait a minute. You really would say that? Oh yeah, he is sex on toast. And then we even gross. had, we even had what like. What is that, jizz on toast? Is that what you're saying? Um, I, I mean, th- I would eat that, but I think, gross, I think but you, still gross. No, it's more like serving it. Serve it up on a slice of toast. I don't know. Because <laughs> what's sexier than some bread that someone was like, yo, cook that shit twice. <laughs> I love it. I love, uh, some, I love some Mormons being horny on Maine. He is sex on toast. Horny we, on Maine. We've never had sex. Someone says, someone, you think you hear someone mention Ryan Gosling and you, said, and you say, I'm sorry, did someone mention baked bread? Wait, what? Toasty bread, crunchy bread. I lost the thread. Ryan Gosling. No, he's beautiful. Is sexy. We would say he's sex on toast. That's so weird. He not back then because that's when he was doing like Kids Incorporated or something. Maybe I would. <laughs> I would also say that, but I'd be like, <laughs> she's hot, right? You guys, you guys, she's totally hot, right? Okay. Speaking of gays and closetedness and yes. Mormons, you guys. If you're a new listener, I'm a gay. <laughs> And I was closeted and a Mormon. And married to a lady. And I was married to a lady. And you were a lady. I was. You uh, used to be a lady. It's been a, it's been a complicated and 2020. And now I'm just the host with the toast. Uh, and I but was married, married to, to a, a gay. gay man. Yeah. Yeah. Gay. yeah. Uh, Gary, have you heard of him? 
your gay ex-husband, Gary? Yeah. Oh, sounds lovely. <laughs> anyway, do you remember what you were even saying? I was saying that... You oh, forgot. You forgot, oh, didn't you? Oh, you were like, this is what I'd be like, guys, she's so hot, like totally hot. Yeah, yeah, Am yeah. I right? Yeah. Okay, that literally happened to me once. Not to me, but I was meeting... Gary, your gay ex-husband? No, I was meeting uh, the pianist of a production that was happening at Tuacon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> was there a flood? And, well, of course. You guys, Tuacon's a theater in St. George, and there's always a flood. <laughs> well, they, it's in the contract. Yeah. You have to do it. Every show has a flood in it. So even if it's like something like... Even if it's like Jesus Christ Wild Superstar. Wild West, yeah. which what? doesn't exist. Anyways. You were meeting a he, penis. And then he was like... Uh, Guys, meet my fiance. Oh shoot! She is like totally pretty, right? I'm not. Oh shoot! Fucking shoot! You know, and I was like, she <sighs> really is, and he was like, I know. <laughs> and I was like, oh, poor girl. Poor homo. Anyway. Anyway, welcome to Hot Drinks. We we do everything we've talked about so far. is pretty much covers the topics that we talk about. You guys, I want to start with um, talking about why we didn't have an episode last week. Oh. So. You know, we typically record Sunday nights so that we can post an episode Monday morning. So Friday night, I texted Sister Twain. And I said, hey, let me know what day is good for you to record. I don't have my kids this weekend. I'm free anytime. Whatever works for you is great. Let me know. Mm-hmm. She never responded. Mm. So then Saturday evening, uh-huh. I texted again oh. and said like, hey, just let me know. I'm home. I'm already home for the night. I'm in the rest of the night. You can come over tonight or we can do something tomorrow. Right, right, right. And then Sunday, I still, no, no response to any of these texts. Right, Just right. nothing. Yeah. Just nothing. So then <clears throat> Sunday, it's like texting Tisha, my ex-wife. Sorry, Tish. <laughs> so then Sunday, I'm like, hey, do you want to come over tonight? Let's record. We could talk about this. And what was your response? I'm in Phoenix. Yeah. She was in another state. She was in another <laughs> motherfucking state did i know about the, did my phone just turn off what's happening did i know about that no i no, did not you didn't. no no um, <laughs> sister twain just caught so much she got some sputum on her t-shirt All the anyway um, so so yeah I was so you were in another another state yeah and you were like oh don't worry i'll record with my friend who i'm visiting we'll just do an episode and i was like awesome awesome did you do that we okay so we started so no is the answer no the answer <laughs> is no no because <clears throat> i think i was crossfaded for three and a half days you guys listen i just wanted to bring this up so that if you're mad at one of us <laughs> it will be me it's you should be mad at sister the Twain. host with the toast the host with the toast not the host with the most because you guys i sit around most days and think about how like how all of you have now decided to hate me like that's just kind of what goes through my head you know right it is just so we haven't put an episode up everybody hates us now right no one's gonna listen ever again but i just want you to direct that towards (laughs) so did you have a good time in phoenix i had such a great time so i was there visiting um i'm not gonna say who but a friend, a friend who was like, we are renting a B or an, a B and B, an Airbnb. Um, <clears throat> uh, in Phoenix, because my son has a week's worth of doctor's appointments with a specialist. Fun, fun. He has this this condition that has a, an official name. 
but I'm not going to tell you it. Right. Because Fair. I don't remember it. Okay, great. But his sternum grows inward instead of across his chest. Oh, Jesus. So it like pushed his heart over. Oh, God. And he's 17, and they've been dealing with this for years. Of and course. they are finally getting insurance approval. Oh, good. Denied, oh, good. denied, denied, right, denied. Right, denied right, right. when your sternum's growing into your heart. Welcome, and I'm proud <coughs> to be, be an American, American, where at least I know my insurance claims will be denied. Okay, so you went to hang out with a friend. Yeah, and in so Phoenix. good for you. Um, and so I was there for three days. Uh, there, there may have been some nakedness involved. There was definitely some nakedness involved. We don't want to go there. <laughs> we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to talk. about Oh, we don't that. want to talk about who or what. No. got naked. So anyway, anyway, so that's why you didn't have a podcast last week, and so I apologize. God, who cares? I care. <laughs> I know you do. The gentle listeners care. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get on to our women's work. Did anyone reach out to you and was no, like, No, of course. I mean, no. But like, you know, I want to I wanna be there for the gentle listeners. Yeah. Um, okay. So Other women's work. Women's work is like our <clears throat> housekeeping, you know, because that's women's work, kind of where we just talk about what's going on in our lives. I, so what's on your list? I want to talk about Naked Athena. Oh, yes. So I know exactly. I sent I, this to you. This is why I know about okay, it. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so you guys probably know there are insane protests going on in Portland right now. Oh my god, and people where, disappearing. Where the do you know who is kidnapping people? It is the it is people from the Customs and Border Patrol. Those are who those soldiers are. There is no border in Portland. The fuck? Portland Portland <clears throat> is bordered by Washington. Anyway, so there are crazy like mil, like unmarked military people that are kidnapping people blah blah blah. It's crazy. So, well, you tell him about Naked Athena. So there was a woman. We're just calling her Naked Athena. So she's wearing a beanie. Oh, yeah. And nothing else. And nothing else. And there is this line of those. Of militarized police. Yes. And tanks and Humvees. And all of a sudden, like from from someone's like camera phone, she comes out of the right corner. Totally naked. Totally naked. And just walks towards the line of police. And there's, I'm going to tell you the Twitter handle. Is that is that how the kids say it? That's what the kids say. It is at Donovan Farley. And his so name. So she just <clears throat> walks right towards the police. Yeah. And stops like an intersection away from them. Right. Full on naked. Just standing there. Yeah. Waiting for them to do something or not to shoot do something. her or yeah. whatever. And what I thought was cool is then there were other protesters who had like shields who kind of got in front of her because they were like, oh, she's going to get shot with rubber bullets right. or something. <clears throat> and she just kept walking, right? Uh, like walking out from behind the protesters right. that were trying to protect her and right. shield her. So, and just was standing there like tits akimbo, yeah, fully naked, vag fully. on, on uh, point, uh, on uh, fleek. <laughs> Vag on fleek. Yeah, Vulva yeah. on fleek. I'm sorry. Yeah. Vag is the canal. Vulva is the area. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and then, so the first, it's in this string of tweets. Um, and the first tweet about this in the string is the video of her. Yes. And then the next ones are just shots of how she's changing position or yeah. Sta- uh, yeah. P- p- uh, pose. Yeah. And the final one is her sitting on the ground with her legs spread. Yeah. Just like vulva, yeah. <laughs> vulva to the wind, vulva view, the Care Bear stare, as it were. <laughs> except it's a vulva instead of a sunflower. And the militarized dudes 
get in their cars they drive left. away. They, re they were like, we don't, we don't know what to do. <laughs> There's even this moment in the video where you see them kind of like whispering to each other, yeah. like, what the fuck's going on? What yeah. the fuck do we do, man? What do we do with this crazy bitch? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then they drive away. Uh, that pussy was <laughs> popping. Popping. And then the very next tweet after you see them all have left is the guy who I just said his handle. I cannot believe what I've just seen. Yeah. So good. We love that. Um, Pop your pussies, ladies. We and also, shut the police down. We also wanted to talk about how... There is this new thing that I learned about a couple months ago. Okay. And there, it's an aesthetic, and it's called cottagecore. Okay. I don't know. You you texted me earlier, and you were like, do you know what cottagecore was? And I was like, I've heard of it, but I don't know. I'm so too tired. So cottagecore is exactly what it sounds like. It's a whole aesthetic. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's not just home decor, but it's also like your personal style. Right. There is a branch off of that now. As I, as I understand it. It right. may be its own thing. Called Dark Academia. Okay. Which is like cottagecore, but dark. Okay. Like Harry Potter. Oh, we hate Harry Potter now. Well, we, we don't hate Harry. We hate JK. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> but it's the aesthetic. And it's not just, again, decor. And it's not just your personal style, which is like tweed jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like doth the goth, dark yes! academia. Okay, you're obsessed with Dothcock. That's that's kind of like that. It's not like as macabre. Right. But there are elements to this aesthetic other than just style. Right. It's there's philosophy. Okay. There's Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where we are. So this whole aesthetic thing is not just a style trend, but like a whole like multifaceted thing. Okay. Um, and so I'm wondering like what else what other kind of aesthetic thing is happening out there besides cottage corn dark academia i'm sure the teens could tell us but i am obsessed okay and by obsessed i mean somewhat interested will you post some uh dark academia <clears throat> onto our instagram which is hot drinks i will okay please do uh anyway so i was thinking the reason i brought it up that we should do an episode in the future like top five aesthetic trends that you and i would create okay Okay, I could do that. That would be like imposing our personal style and lifestyle right. upon others. I love it. Um, I also want to talk about how I've watched the very first two episodes of Killing Eve. Are you going to let me have any of the women's work? Oh, do you, did you have anything you? to say? Well, I have one about <laughs> Killing Eve. <laughs> do you really? I really do. Oh, my God. Here's my problem. Okay. Oh, fucking fuck. What? Don't tell me you have a problem with killing Eve. I uh, only the fact, the only the fact that after two episodes, now they want me to pay for it. Who does? Um, it's on like Hulu. Exactly on Hulu. They're like, you have to buy this or rent it. On Hulu? Yes. Do you have a Hulu account? I'm showing you. I do. Don't show me. I I'm not going to show you. Okay, listen. So this is going to be one of my. <laughs> This is going to be one of my women's works. Go. So one of the journeys that I have been on during the latest quarantine section is Killing Eve, which was a BBC America show. It has three seasons. It's about a um, a FBI. Is she FBI or CIA? Oh, look, you don't have to pay for it on Hulu if you have a Hulu account. Do you have a Hulu account? I do. <laughs> it was something else. Okay. I promise. Well, great. I do have a okay. Hulu account. So, anyway, so she's, she's so MI6. Eve, oh, she's MI6. Yeah. 
played by Sandra O, oh, who is amazing. Amazing. And she is trying to hunt down this assassin who goes by the name Villanelle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then throughout, and there's been three seasons, but throughout, they sort of become obsessed with each other in a weird homoerotic kind of way. Uh-huh. At the same time that I'm watching Killing Eve, I'm watching Hannibal. Have you ever watched Hannibal? I have watched a couple of episodes. Okay, so it was on like... After N- Sex. It was on like NBC or something like a few yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is insane because it is literally the g- most graphic, yeah. gory, bloody thing I've ever seen in my life. I oh. can't believe it was on like network television. Wow, yeah. But Hannibal is based on the, <clears throat> the Silence of the Lambs trilogy. Uh, right, right, right. And it is about a detective who's played by... His name is Will Graham. And I can't remember the actor who plays him. And he is hunting murderers one of whom is Hannibal but he doesn't know that it's Hannibal Dr. Hannibal Lecter uh-huh. and again there's sort of this weird homoerotic obsession with each other Hot. so Hilling, Killing Eve and Hannibal Ooh. as like a joint it's like the same energy in both shows right and they are juxtaposed but they're amazing as it were in your world because yes. you're watching them at the same time do you know who wrote Killing Eve the first season was written by uh, Phoebe, Phoebe Walker Gates yeah. What? Phoebe, Phoebe Walker. Phoebe Waller. Te- Phoebe Bridge. Texas Ranger. Her, Walker. Isn't her last name Bridge? Phoebe Wha- Wallace Bridges. Ranger. Phoebe. Fucking hate you. Walker. So my other Texas Ranger. Okay, so my other Jesus Lord and Savior. <laughs> so my other um, women's work. <gasps> you guys, Sister Twain hasn't even had a beverage. She's drinking a <laughs> Coke Zero. Uh, it's a diet, Doctor. It's I'm a on, diet, like, Mountain Dew. I'm on like my fourth rum base drink. I know you are. My other um, uh, women's work is just, I just want everyone to be aware of a man named Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. Do you know who this is? No. So Jeffrey Boyer Chapman is a Canadian actor slash model. I guess he's on the series Unreal, which I only watched the first season of, but now I'm going to go watch the other seasons of. Did you ever watch Unreal? It was on like Lifetime. And it's about the kind of behind the scenes of a Bachelor type show. The fact that you said it was on Lifetime means I definitely have not seen it. Okay. So anyway, it's a great show. (laughs) I've seen the first season. But where I know him from is he is currently the host, one of the hosts of Canada's. Canada's. I do that all the time. Canada's Drag Race, which is like RuPaul's Drag Race, except it's in Canada. Got it. And it doesn't have RuPaul on it. Right. I mean, she shows up every once in a while. Nuh-uh. I mean, just like on video. Oh. Because she's too busy fracking. (laughs) She runs a fracking operation in Wyoming. Anyway, it's fine. (laughs) Um, So he is one of the hosts. And I cannot process, like, I can't process living in a world where he also lives in the same world. He is the most beautiful man to ever walk the face of the planet and he's charming and he's funny and he's like femme in just the like he's gay and a little bit femme but like in a perfect way anyway like i'm so in love with him that it's ridiculous okay where's our, his name's justin jeffrey walker justin Gates. timberlake walker <laughs> texas ranger his name is jeffrey boyer chapman jeffrey why are you looking at it? i don't even know boy b-o-y-e-r dash boyer c-h-a-p-m-a-n I'll show you on the break. Anyway, he's the most beautiful man alive. Okay. And you need, I mean, he's beautiful in photos, but you need to see him like talking and emoting. Like he's so charming and funny and gay and I'm like obsessed with him. No anyway. results found on Instagram. Well, I don't know what his Instagram is. Anywho. Anyway, so that's our women's work. Oh, We've no, been talking had, for 20 goddamn minutes. I have one more thing. Okay. So I wrote a, bo- a blog post. It's been like over a year since I've written a blog post. Oh, yeah, it was great. Um, oh, thank you. Um, which was 
inspired by how I'm, I was helping uh, a friend of mine who's a single mom and has four boys move because she was evicted yes. during COVID-19. Right, which just makes sense. Right. Right. Um, and so it's about the incredulous ridiculousness of what is expected of mothers is my what my blog post was about. Particularly single mothers. Particularly single mothers. And uh, I don't know how this conversation started, but my son, uh, Timothy, was like, oh, I want to read it. And he was reading it, and then Jack tried to talk to Timothy, and I said, shh, he's reading. And Jack goes, what is he reading? And he said, and I said, my blog post. And Jack goes, you have a blog? And I said, yeah. And Jack goes, what do you write about, death? And that's the end of the story. Fuck you, Jack. (laughs) What do you write about, death? All right, so (laughs) we're doing a top five for you guys today. Yes. There is a tradition in Mormonism Mm -hmm. called the patriarchal blessing, which is the funniest name in America. (laughs) How how has no one in the church yet been like, hold up, hold up, hold up. The patriarchal blessing? Should we rethink that, you guys? Thomas Ath, should we rethink that? Russell Lamb, what do you think? Patriarchal still? We're sticking with that? Okay, great. Let's stick with that. So it is, for those of you who are not Mormon or who who left the Mormon church before you, came of age Mm -hmm. the patriarchal blessing is a blessing you receive when you're like probably 19 20 there is a person in your stake called the patriarch yeah yeah (laughs) so so funny who puts his hands upon your head and he basically does a tarot reading for you except (laughs) he just does some fortune he does some fortune telling for you it's so but it's not fortune telling because it comes from god it's like getting a form letter and and but verbally yeah so anyway, so you get this blessing and then they print out a copy and you're supposed to read it and study it and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I recently discovered my patriarchal blessing. I found it. It was like in a drawer in my bedroom. And I'm planning on doing my ministering uh, post for our patrons talking about my own patriarchal blessing. But what we wanted to talk about today was what if we were to get a matriarchal blessing yes, today? today. From a matriarch. Today, I don't know who that is. As who we are today. What, been, what would it say? I've been thinking about who the matriarch could possibly be. It could be Marsha P. Johnson. <laughs> Wait, Marsha P. Johnson? Well, I just feel like it From should be... From the O.J. Simpson trial? Marsha P. Is that the woman who tried O.J. Simpson? Is it? Marsha P. Johnson? <laughs> You're the sober. The Stonewall lady. Oh, yes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm thinking of Marsha Clark. <laughs> oh my God! Portrayed by none other than Sarah Paulson. You're sober. You're supposed to be in control. Oh, maybe I can't be. Anyway, because I need to be drunk. So maybe it's Marsha Clark. And so it's Marsha. If the glove doesn't dear, fit, dear. you must acquit. <laughs> oh. Maybe it's Dolly Parton. Um, I think maybe it should be. Jane. I think it should be a woman of color. Okay. We just don't know that many. Which is why I kind of went with Marsha P. Johnson. Right. Not Marsha Clark, who is a white woman. Not Marsha Clark. I think... Or Edith Piloff. I think um, the great whore upon the waters would be great at giving a matriarchal blessing. (gasps) She'd be great at it. She would. She's not a woman of color, but she'd be great. Anyway, so we got to stop this because we're rambling too much. But we are going to come back. We're going to tell you the top five things that would be in our matriarchal blessing for Marsha Clark. Oh, my God. If the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Acquit. 
You guys, we're back. Oh, shit. Hey. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm fine. a little tipsy. Are you? And you're sorry? Well, I just... <laughs> you don't have an end to that sentence. No. Well, I just... So, you're getting your matriarchal blessing. That was so, like, winsome. Is that I the right just... word? I just... As I look into the distance. <laughs> so, you're getting your, your matriarchal blessing. Right. From either Marsha Clark, right. from the O.J. Simpson trial, <clears throat> Marsha P. Johnson, a, a trans woman of color who threw the, one of the first bricks at Stonewall. It wasn't yeah. actually her. It's a whole thing anyway. Yeah, it's People a whole say thing. it is, but it's not. Or our former guest, the great horror upon the waters. Yeah. And what is that? What does your matriarchal blessing say? We'll settle. Maybe if Prince was a woman. But anyway. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> it says, well, I didn't, well, this is totally off the cuff. It says, in in the name of the matriarchal priesthood that which I hold priesthood <laughs> matriarchal priesthood vulva. priesthood makes me doesn't the clitoris have a hood that kind of like retracts? it does so priestesshood makes me think of the clitoral hood as I retract the hood of the clitoris. of the priestess clit and I reveal unto thee the clit. Sister Latter-day Twain. Oh, my God. Just tell us what it says. I'm getting there. Okay. I'm building the aesthetic. Um, <laughs> that I am uh, of the tribe of Madonna. <laughs> I also have one that is what tribe I'm of. Oh. Really? So why are you of the tribe of Madonna? So just so for the for our few listeners who are not Mormon, right? Part of your patriarchal blessing uh-huh. is they declare what tribe you are from, which of the tribes of Israel you are from. Yeah, because there are twelve tribes of Israel, and Mormons are obsessed with the tribes of Israel because the the sort of prophecies of the second coming of Jesus say that we will start gathering the other tribes because yeah. basically everyone in the Mormon church is from Ephraim and Manasseh mm-hmm. who are the sons of Jacob. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people are like, did you hear he's of the tribe of Naphtali or whatever? Le- or Issachar. Uh, oh, there was Asher a, and uh, Gad. Levi. Zebulon and Gad. Oh yeah. Levi. That's the Jews. Uh-huh. <laughs> Zebulon and Gad brings the total to nine. Uh-huh. Jacob. Anyway. Oh, so you're, so it declares your lineage. Yes. But in your matriarchal I- blessing, you're I, of the tribe of Madonna. I am of the tribe of Madonna. Because like frozen Madonna or Madonna from like like a, like a prayer? Like what what Madonna are we talking here's about? The th- here's the thing. Here's why I love being of the tribe of Madonna. She's not perfect. No. I was not into frozen. Okay. I started falling off the Madonna wagon momentarily with the whole... This used to be my playground. It did used to be my playground. That was Little League. Little Ladies League. Not it was for you. called, the movie was called League of Her Own. L- Her Own. Thank you. You're, I just want to clarify, you're sober. <laughs> I'm sober. You've only had like Coke Zero. Uh huh. Okay. Diet Mountain Dew. So you're um, of the tribe of Madonna. Yeah. And we're going to gather. And she. You know, she's this little thing. She's like 5'3 or something, right? Right. And uh, she just kind of like sit in the corner and probably just strum on her guitar and tell people off while we just hang out. 
That's what the gathering of the tribe of Madonna looks like. I mean, I'm just making this up off the cuff. Okay. Because that's our charm. Okay. But I don't know. The gathering is more of a spiritual gathering. Okay. Okay. And so with that, I just, as as crass as people always thought she was back in the 80s and the 90s. Right. Um, I just saw it as power. Yeah. Uh, even Agreed. as a Mormon girl, I did. Yeah. I was just like, that's just empowerment, and I yeah. love it, and yeah. I am uh, I am intoxicated by it. She was great. She still is great. She still is great. Her face is really hard to look at it's these fine. days. It's made of plastic. It really is. But it's fine. We don't judge her. Okay. My sisters canceled her because of her face. I just, I just don't think we can cancel Madonna. I know. That'd be weird. I feel like it's wrong. So this was going to be my number two, and also it was going to be my playground. Just kidding. <laughs> But since you already said the de- the declaration of your lineage, yes. in my matriarchal blessing, I am of the lineage of Maines, which is Natalie Maines, from formerly the Dixie Chicks, now the <gasps> Chicks. Yeah. Because you guys, have you listened to their new album, Gaslighter? Have I, you listened? I have not yet. Oh my God. I hear it's amazing. It is so good. So the Chicks... <clears throat> formerly the Dixie Chicks, they dropped the Dixie because they were like, this is racist bullshit. Let's just mm-hmm. be the Chicks. Yeah. They haven't released an album for nine years, I think. Yeah. It's been a long time. They, yeah. Anyway, they just released an album. It's called Gaslighter. A lot of it is about their varied divorces. Amazing. <laughs> Did you know? So Natalie Maines was married to the guy. Do you remember the TV show Heroes about superheroes? Yeah. So she was married to the guy that played like the senator... In Heroes. I knew she was married to somebody. Anyway, here's the thing, you Keep guys. Going. If you are a man and you're married to one of the chicks, the Dixie chicks, yeah. and you're like, I'm going to cheat on her, you fucking know there's going to be some songs that are written <laughs> that take you to filth, <laughs> that read you for filth. Don't do it. Don't do it. This This album is like... Oh, God. There are lines about, like, you left your pantyhose on my boat. There are lines about, like, (laughs) I just got a phone call from my husband's girlfriend's husband. Kind of, you know, anyway. Oh. They are kicking ass and taking names. It is the most beautiful, heartbreaking, emotional album. The song Gaslighter you think is about President Trump, but it's actually about one of their husbands. Amazing. But it's perfect. And then there's another song called March March, which is like a kind of a a protest anthem. And anyway, the whole album is gorgeous. Uh, So I am of the tribe of Maine. Are they all three divorced? I'm not, I don't know. I know at least two of them are. Okay. Because there's Natalie Maines and then there's the two others that are sisters. Uh And I know at least one of the, one of the, some of the songs are about, one of the sisters' divorces. I don't know if the Love third. It. But then there's another song called Juliana Come Down that's about that is a song sung to all of their daughters about like about sort of how like how you need to calm down and you need to understand that like the world's gonna throw a bunch of bullshit at you and you have to just be like ready to kind of roll with it. Anyway, it's beautiful. So you should listen to this album. I'm going to, and quick side note, in just the last week two gentle listeners have reached out to me that they're getting divorced. <gasps> and it is like Christmas carols to I my know, ears. I know. Christmas carols not to my They're going through it. Yeah. They're going through the shit. Yeah. But these two females are um, all about it. Yeah. They're like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. But 
there was no other choice. And yeah. I'm just like, just, it's, just let me suck on that. It's so much better on the other side. Uh, guys, guys, are, guys, 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 guys. We will guys. preach this until the day we die. But like, <laughs> it is scary. Like divorce is scary and terrifying and painful. Yeah. But then you make it through and you're like, oh, it's so much better over here. Yeah. And you're fine. Uh-huh. So anyway, get a divorce. Um, <laughs> I also just want to say, speaking oh. of gentle listeners reaching out to us. Uh-oh. I, because again, I spend my whole life feeling guilty about everything. (laughs) So just know that both of us manage like the Instagram account and the email account Uh and whatever. So if you reach out to us on the Instagram account and we don't reply or one of us, anyway, like a lot of times someone will reach out and it will seem like it's a message kind of directed at me but like you looked at it first yeah. but then so then I it, don't know it gets lost then in it's shuffle. marked as that marked as red and so I don't see it and right. then I see it like 3 weeks later blah, yeah. blah 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 anyway I just every time I see those I feel bad so I just want people to know like if you reach out to us and you don't get you don't get a response or the response you know whatever you get a response from the wrong one of us yeah. anyway I'm sorry I think that it's called it gets lost in the shuffle yeah yeah so we still love you and I'm sorry it's still our playground it used to be our playground. What's the number two thing in your matriarchal blessing? Number two thing that Marsha wants me to know. Marsha Clark. As she pulls back the hood of the priestesses. Right. Clit. I don't know. Um, is that... Uh, now, and remember, it's to 44-year-old twaint. Right. Right. Present-day right. twaint. Right. Is that... Uh, I definitely, if I marry anyone, because you know, the patriarchal blessing always talks about marriage. Yes. Your eternal companion. Mine does too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A beautiful daughter of God, it says. In mine, it, (laughs) in mine, it talks. Shout out to Tisha, the beautiful daughter of God. In mine, it talks about how, if I'm going to get married at all, I'm going to marry the knight. The night? I'm gonna marry the night. The K-N-I-G-H-T or the N-I-G-H-T? N-I-G-H-T. Remember okay. that Lady Gaga song? Remember when Jewel wrote a book, a book of poetry called A Night Without Armor and N-I-G-H-T Without Armor? No. Anyway, that's what I thought you were talking about. Oh. So you're gonna marry the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just that. Um, so. It's just, <laughs> what it means is, here's what it means. It means don't get married, number okay. one. Yeah. Which is fine. Your patriarchal blessing really says you're going to marry the knight? My matriarchal blessing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wow. Okay, I'm confused. I'm not even drunk and... No. No, anyway. Um, I'm going to marry the knight. Right. Which means... Right. Not marrying a human. Okay. It means marrying myself. Because you're the knight. <laughs> the N-I-G-H-T without armor. As written in a book of poetry by Jewel. No, it just means like... Um, Go into the night, go into the darkness, um, embrace the things that that were supposed to be quote unquote bad or dark or wicked. Okay, okay. And and you know what? It started with putting bumper stickers on my car. Because <laughs> that was bad and yes, wicked. Yes. And then you were like, fuck this uh, yeah. heteronormativity. And then I did that and now I've got tattoos. Oh, right. And I'm right. gonna get more. Right, me too. And I've been emailing someone about one of my tattoos. Oh, and cool. by someone, I mean your tattoo artist. Good, good juju. Yeah, good juju. Yeah. Not good, good, just good. Um, and it just means to go into the night, and everything that you thought would have made you a bad girl before, just do it. Just yeah. do it. And I and I had kind of have been for a few years, and so this is basically Marcia saying, 
You doing it right, girl. She's been like, she's like, if the glove doesn't fit, <laughs> you must acquit. <laughs> this used to be my playground. <laughs> you are a knight and I GHT without armor by Jewel. Batter up. Remember so that? my no, I don't. So oh. my number two, which was originally my number one, was <laughs> I just I just want to imagine the beginning of my matrical blessing. So the matriarch, Marsha Clark, lays her hands upon my head. She's wearing gloves. The matriarch, Marsha Clark. She's wearing she says, gloves. She says, brother. One is tainted. <laughs> one is covered in blood. She says, brother Jack Coffey, <sighs> as we gather here today yes. to pronounce upon you this matriarchal blessing. Uh-huh. Bitch, you gay. <laughs> That's just the opening line. Because really, because my patriarchal blessing, <laughs> and as I mentioned before, one of the things that we have offered as part of our Patreon is we are doing ministering work, which is an individual either blog post yeah. or video or recording from us. Yeah. So my uh, my ministering work that I'm going to do this week is talk about my own patriarchal blessing for our patrons. But my patriarchal blessing talks so much about it is the it's so heteronormative. Mm-hmm. It's like you will bring a beautiful daughter of God unto the house of the Lord yeah. to be married oh. for time. Anyway, no, isn't it cute? Yeah. So that beautiful daughter of God was Tisha. Mm-hmm. We did get married in the house of the Lord, mm-hmm. but not for time or eternity. Because <laughs> we're already divorced. Already. We're just a few weeks into eternity and we're already divorced. Anyway. And is so, she really a daughter of God? <laughs> you can, I don't know. Tisha, you can send us a message and tell us what you think. Anyway, I just think um, my, I think all patriarchal blessings are so, they're so about that sort of, you're going to get married, you're going to have kids, just sort of this heteronormative path. It's a prescription. Yeah. For for men, for women, for whoever. Yeah. Like, obviously, the next step in your life is to get married. The next step in your life is to have babies, blah, blah, blah. And it's so, it's just so crazy that, like, that we don't, that no one says, like, isn't that weird that we tell every single, every single person who comes through and gets a blessing from the patriarchy? Mm-hmm. That they're supposed to get married and have kids. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems really weird because There's... obviously that's not the path. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously some people are not going to get married. Some people are going to get married but never have kids. Some people are going to be married multiple times. Some people, you know, like, there are so many other paths in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we, but but all of these patriarchal paths start with marriage and kids. Right. So my matriarchal blessing is just going to start with, bitch, you gay. <laughs> Because first of all, first of all, bitch, <laughs> you gay. Stop everything else. Stop it. Hold the phone. Uh-huh. You're a homo. <laughs> I anyway, love it. so that's all. Okay. So let's take a little break. Take it. Oh, we're back. Numero trois. We're elbow deep in our matriarchal blessing. <laughs> Where's the rest of us? Finding out what Marsha Clark has for us to say. So we're like standing straight up and up to the elbows already. Well, I kind of feel like it's the matriarch who's up to her elbows. Oh. Because she's the one like administering. Yeah. I don't know where the, where the rest of her hands are. <laughs> the rest of her hands. Maybe okay. in your vagine. Oh. She's got to check things out, you know? She does. That's how you get a matriarchal blessing. Um. <laughs> so what's your third, what's the third thing that's declared in your matriarchal blessing? <coughs> The third thing is about how I'm going to serve in this life. Good, good, right? good, good. And uh, 
it says kind of like what yours did. It yeah. just says, bitch, you serve. Okay. Bitch, you're going to serve. So you're just like serving it. Right. Okay. Okay. Tell us more. I am serving up all the thoughts that everyone's thinking that no one wants to say. Right. Right. That's real. That's true. And I am serving up all the thoughts that you're not thinking that you don't want to hear. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Okay. You're serving, serving up. up. All of the thoughts, thoughts that nobody wants, wants to say. But they're already thinking. But they're already thinking. And, and you're serving up all of the thoughts that we're thinking. They're not thinking. That we're and not you thinking, don't want to hear That we don't want to hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're just serving those up. I am just serving. And I am serving with grace. <laughs> statuesque. Very, very statuesque. Um, and with a firm. Foundation. Grip. Of love. Of love. Okay. So you're serving truths. Yeah. Truths we don't want to hear and truths we don't know we want to not think about or see or something. I don't yes. remember. It's, I'm too confused. I am saying all the things. That's true. That's true. And I tell you what. The patriarchy does not want me to say the things. It does not. But Marsha Clark, who's elbow deep. In my. In your vagine. Vagine. Look. My blog post that I recently wrote. Right. Apparently there were some men that got really angry about it. Oh, geez. And someone asked me very kindly if I would take it down for a few days. You know. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. And you said, fuck you and the horse you came I, it was It was another woman who asked this. Right. And so... I ended up taking it down for like a day because she was in crisis. Okay. And then I've kind of thought, I bet she's feeling better today, you know, the next day. Right. So I republished it. <laughs> right. That's, I mean, to be fair, that's how crises usually work. Yeah. You're in crisis one day, the next day you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> okay. Your- so my number three. So I, when you, when we came up with this as a topic... I texted you and I said, it is really hard for me to think about like my future and to imagine anything good in my future because it's off brand for me. Yeah. You know, I can't be like, you will find a beautiful man to love. No, 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 no. I can't believe those things about myself. It's very off brand for me. But one thing that I really do deep down believe and that I think about all the time is I think there's a book inside of me, not in my anus. No. But in my heart. So I think my matriarchal blessing (sighs) says there is a book inside of you. So, did you know what my major was in college? Creative literature writing. <laughs> was, it was indeed. Creative writing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I used to write poetry. Mm. I've started several books. Yeah. Not any time in the last, like, 20 years. Because uh-huh. I'm tired and the world is garbage. Oh, my God. But I feel like there's a book in there. I know. I know. So, that's what, the, that's what Marsha Clark said. Yeah. There's, she said there's a book in there. She could go elbows deep into your heart. Into my book. And get it. So I don't know if that's a book. I don't know if that's a book, uh, like a nonfiction book. I don't know if that's a a story. I don't know if that's a book of poetry. You and I have talked about writing a book. Yeah. I don't know if that's the yeah. book. It I is. I don't know. Yeah. But like there's a, I think, I think the matriarch said there's a book in there. I think. As long as I live righteous, because that's the part of patriarchal blessings. You only get the fortune, <laughs> you only get the things fortune telling, that were promised to you in the fortune telling if you live righteously. But what does righteously mean now from the matriarch? From the matriarch? I don't know. I don't know. I think it means to marry the knight. God. 
Okay. Number four. That Great. was quick. Yeah. Okay. Sorry number three was so short, everyone. We're not sorry. Number four is um, an admonishment. Okay. And that is an admonishment about to beware of donkey dicks. <laughs> Okay. okay, okay. So the actual dicks of donkeys? No. Okay. We do not speak ill of no. them okay. and of those. But this is an admonishment of the donkey dicks, which is, I think, a 90s way of saying fuckboys. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Um, and by donkey dicks slash fuckboys, I mean guys who are making dick appointments with me and then canceling at the last minute. Marsha is telling me. Marsha is like, if the glove does not fit. It's also, just to be clear, (laughs) before Rachel sends an email, it was actually Johnny Cochran who said if the glove doesn't fit, we must have quit. But I just, I know, but it's still funny. Anyway, so Marsha is like, do not. Mm -mm. Did we really say donkey dicks in the 90s? So, um, I have a friend that I knew in the nineties that says it. Okay. So just, I just assume. Okay, great. Um, but <clears throat> she admonishes that if I start attracting donkey dicks into mm-hmm. my life, fuck boys, right. Um, that that means that I am not in my true self and in right. my power Okay. and that I need to realign. Okay. Need to take some time off the dick. Isn't a donkey dick kind of good sometimes? Well, no, because they're canceling. Right. We're okay, talking about canceling. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. I, I don't know. Donkey dick, I think, means somebody's being a total fucking asshole. I love a cancellation, though. <laughs> I really do. I love nothing more. I know. It's so exciting. Because I'm just at home and I'm like, fuck, I have to actually meet a person. And then they're like, hey, something came up. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's fine. Don't worry. I love a cancellation. I wish there was an app where where you made plans with someone. Uh You could. I saw this on Twitter once. You could log onto the app and you could just say, like, I want to cancel. Mm -hmm. And if they also said, I want to cancel, then both of you would get a notification that was like, it's canceled. Wait, isn't that real, though? I don't know. It oh, should be. Okay. But if like you, if you, if you're the only one that says I want to cancel, they never hear. They never know. They don't know that you wanted yeah, yeah, to cancel. Yeah, yeah. But if they, but if you both say I want to cancel, then it's like, it sends you both a notification. It's like, you're free. You right. can stay home. They'll anyway. know if you die and someone opens your phone. <laughs> fair. Fair. I always wondered about that. Cause if you die, no one's going to get to your phone. They don't have your face recognition unless they put it over your corpse. Well, it can't work with a corpse. You have to have open eyes. <gasps> it doesn't work on a corpse. That was something that they built into face recognition. That is really smart to not have it that way. To not have it work on a corpse. So my number four. Are we on number four? <laughs> Did you have anything else to say about Donkey Dick Fuckboys? Oh, just that. Uh, I need to take some time to regroup. Regroup. So my number four, as Marsha Clark is laying her hands upon my head, ah! she says unto me, ah! and, and I want you to know, because these are messages from your heavenly mother. Right. Right, because your patriarchal blessing would be messages from your heavenly father. Uh-huh. She says, I want you to know, Suddenly Seymour is your song from the musical The Little Shop of Horrors. Oh. I love that song. And you love it because? I just, I want, I'm too old, but I want to play Seymour in a production somewhere. You're not too old. To play Seymour? Yeah. He's like 22. Not I'm 42. No one ever casts 43. like that. I know. You guys, here's what I want. I want someone to do a gender-bending mm-hmm. 
Little Shop of Horrors. Oh. Seymour is a man, so uh-huh. that's not gender bad. It's that Jeffrey guy. Audrey is, is a twink. No, oh. I don't want to play Audrey. I want to play Seymour. Oh, oh, oh. Audrey 2, the plant, yeah. is a drag queen. <gasps> right? Right. And then um, the dentist is an abusive lesbian <laughs> who dates the twink. <laughs> Sorry, lesbians. I love you, lesbians. Wait, 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 wait. Um, so it's like the twink is dating the lesbian, but really the twink loves Seymour, the bear. That's you, me. Are you feeding the drag queen Audrey to blood? Sure, why not? Oh, okay. I mean, you kind of have to go with that. Like, it literally says it in the songs. Oh. What do you want from me, blood? Like, it's all in there. Okay. Anyway, it's like one of my favorite musicals. And I just want to play it Seymour. Really good. And I can sing Seymour's part because it's not that hard. No. Seymour does not have a lot of range. No, I mean. It's a pretty, like, straight down the middle. Yeah. I could kill that part. Yeah. So I sing I sing that song a lot in my shower <clears throat> while I'm crying at the end of the night. <laughs> Did Rick Moranis originate the role on Broadway? No, uh, no, I don't think so. Oh. I think it was just in the movie. Hey, you guys, that cut off kind of fast. I'm sorry. But it's all going to be fine. It cut off kind of fast because one of my children called me because <laughs> he needed a ride home. After saying... Even though when he went out with his friends, he said... My friend can pick me up and bring me home. And I was like, great. You guys, you've heard me talking. I can't drive <laughs> no, right now. Right. So I was, he was like, oh, he doesn't want to drive me home anymore. I'm <laughs> like, well, I don't care. I know, I know. Because <laughs> like, you told me you had to ride home, so I've been drinking, so I can't come pick you up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It would not be safe. Right. Anyway. So anyway, he was calling. So <sighs> he was supposed to be home nine minutes ago. He's grounded. Right. Oh, is that how do you ground? Oh God, no, oh. no! I have no discipline was, or control over my children. Surprised. It's just a right. wild yeah. free for all oh. where everyone does whatever they want. Free range, and I wake up every morning feeling like Pasture a piece of shit raised. as a parent. Yeah, oh yeah. I just I lay in my bed and think I'm a shitty horrible uh-huh, parent. Uh-huh. So anyway, it's fine. So what's the five thing that? What's the five the thing? The five thing. The fifth thing that Marsha Clark told you. The five thing that Marsha P. Johnson told me. She was like, girl. You had some kids already. Right. And girl, that was hard. Right. You didn't know who you were. Right. It's really funny to picture Marsha Clark saying all these things <laughs> to you. With bloody gloves With on. With like her short, dark curly hair. <laughs> I'm just Or Marsha P. Johnson. I'm just picturing Sarah Paulson now. Okay. But Fair. Uh I mean that would be another great person to receive a matricle blessing from would be Sarah Paulson. It will. She's so good. Or Holland anyway, Taylor, her partner. Both of them. At both the of same them time. together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's like, <clears throat> I know you're a mom and you're a single mom and you had these kids and you wanted them, but you didn't know what the fuck you were doing and you fucked them up pretty bad. <laughs> and she's like, look, girl, they're going to be all right. And so are you. Uh-huh. And, uh. Everything that you've been doing that you question, it's fine. It's just fucking fine. Yeah. And if you want to call it free range, pasture raise, parenting, that is exactly what they need. Do you really think you fucked up your kids? When I was married in Mormon. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, I was abusive. Well, We've talked about this. I, I know. Okay. But I was. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> What's your thing? But your kids are thing? lovely. I love your kids. No, I know. They're great. Yeah. No, I fucked up my kids in the way that I was a total crazy 
abusive bitch. Right. And every time you say this to your kids, they're like, shut up, mom. Like, wait, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, when I get really, really, right, really right. drunk, really, really fast. Is it a specific kind of alcohol that takes you to that place? Several. for me, bourbon is the sad alcohol. When okay. I drink bourbon, that's when I'm like, you guys, I just, right. I'm so sorry. It's, it's a lot of hard liquor and only when I'm alone. Okay. If I'm at a party and it's a lot of hard right, liquor. you're fine. I am good. You're doing BJs in the corner. Oh, yeah. Tits are yeah, out. Tits akimbo. Doing, doing. Um, dressing in the temple clothes. <laughs> these are all, these are all true facts that have like happened at parties. Like you do. Like one does. Anyway. So, yeah. Uh. No, my kids are, 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 my kids aren't like fucked up like. No, they're great. Crazy people. No. No. Uh. But that's what Marsha Clark is telling you. Yeah. Is that it's She's okay. She's like, it's fine. She's like, look, I'm a working mom. She's saying it. Here I am trying to run this yeah. court case against <laughs> O.J. Simpson. Wait, was she against O.J. Simpson or was she the, was she O.J.'s lawyer? I don't have I any know Johnny Crockern was. Fucking idea. <laughs> Rachel, write in and let us know. <laughs> I could clearly, I could just Google it. <laughs> anyway, she's telling me, girl. It's okay. It's going to be fine. It's okay. Shit. Yeah. God, parenting's a trip, isn't it? Yeah. My son just texted me and said he's taking an Uber home. Good! Great. Take an Uber. I didn't even know he had an Uber account. (laughs) Except yesterday, he was hanging out with a friend of his who moved out of state like a year ago who's back visiting. Yeah. And he had gotten an Uber for that friend so they could all hang out together. Yeah. And it had cost... $40. (laughs) And I was like, $40? He's like, well, he gave me cash. He paid me back. I'm like, $40? Here's my question as a parent. How come no other parents Uh of any any other children Uh have cars? Why are you and I the only parents who have cars and access to driver's licenses? Right, right. Because never once have my kids been like, oh, don't worry. Gary's mom is going to pick us all up. Yeah. Not a single time. I have literally... (laughs) Never heard of one of the one of the parents of the friends of my children like picking up my children or taking them somewhere. Maybe they're like orphans from the newsies. I mean, maybe I don't know. Were they orphans? Yeah, they were. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. One of my children is coming through the room, but I'm going to tell. <laughs> What's your five thing? My number story. Oh, that was my son's on the podcast. Don't talk, son. We're recording live. <laughs> Quiet, son. So the fifth... Keep it down over there. The fifth thing... He needs a ham sandwich, you guys. It's fine. It's 11.14 at night. He needs a ham sandwich. Yeah. Duh. The fifth thing... The fifth thing that's in my matrical blessing... The thing. As Martha Clark lays her hands upon my head... Oh, my God. ...and says, I admonish you, and I want you to remember... That you are a child of... Just kidding. She doesn't say that. Oh, wow. She wants me to remember that I'm a good kisser. Do you have thoughts about that? Why Why does she want you to remember that? I feel like maybe we should pause while my child is rummaging through dishware in hey, the background. Kid. Let's pause. We'll come right back. Can you hear this? My son told us it's my fault <laughs> that he interrupted our podcast. <laughs> anyway, so Marsha Clark tells me uh, that I'm a good kisser. Why? She wants me to remember that. Why? Well, first of all, I have really big, luscious lips. But, uh, w- have you ever noticed that? I No, I haven't. You're not even looking at me right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have very big, luscious lips. But why does that need to be in your matriarchal She just wants me to remember. 
Because it makes you feel good about yourself? I don't know. It's like a gift I can give to the world. Oh, okay. You guys, there I'm it a is. really there good it is. There sir. It is. There it is. This is it's your not about, It's not about me feeling good about myself. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's about me making other people feel good. Aww. I'm just saying, I don't think any of our gentle listeners, well, one of our gentle listeners has made out with me. <gasps> well, you know who. Don't even. We'll talk offline. Okay. Anyway. But I'm a really good kisser, and I just think people should know that. I'm scared of humans. Yeah, yeah. I like to stay inside my own home. Yeah. I hate myself, mm-hmm. but I'm a great kisser. I'm great at making out. I'm with, really good at making with out. With who? With, like, the four people that I made out with. <laughs> just kidding. It's been more than four. It's, anyway, I don't even want to count. That'll be depressing. Yeah. But <laughs> I just think our Heavenly Mother wanted me to know that. I have a question. Yes. When you were little, say nine-ish, ten-ish. Oh, God. Are we going to try to get into my psychological business? Did you ever, like, kiss any of your friends? Uh, No. I kissed a girl when we were both, like, eight. My neighbor who lived behind me. And was it just like a... Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. And I just remember it tasted weird. Oh, Human skin. Much, much like my experience going down there, I also thought it tasted <laughs> weird. <laughs> Did you kiss your friends? I never kissed any of my friends who were boys. That was kind of my question. Oh, no. God, no. God, oh. God, God, no. Okay. No. I was so... God, 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 no. No, no, no. I was so hyper aware of my queerness or my homosexuality or whatever. Like, I would never... I mean, I'm still kind of this way. I would never do anything that might possibly betray or let anyone know that I was queer. Mm -hmm. So I would never, ever, 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 ever have considered, like, being flirtatious with a guy friend or... Because I know I have a lot of, like, friends who are guys, Mm -hmm. straight and gay, who, like, you know, when they were teenagers, like, jerked off together or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, whatever. Like, just... But not you. Just experimenting and whatever and, you know, whatever. No, 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 Blessed upon us by yeah. our matriarch, Marsha P. Clark. Phoebe Walker Gates. <laughs> so anyway, um Marsha yeah. P. Clark. Do you have anything else to add? God. Um No, you do not. I mean, I'm trying to remember that question. So while you're thinking of the question, I'm gonna just spew a couple things. Okay. So as you guys probably know, we revamped our Patreon. Uh-huh. So you can get additional new, exciting, surprise gifts being a member of the Patreon. Sister Twain has mentioned a couple times the blog post she wrote. That is available to our patrons as part of her ministering work. Um, I will be posting soon my ministering work, which will be me talking about my own actual patriarchal blessing. We are also, uh, for a certain tier of patrons, I don't remember which one, we are offering (laughs) a special podcast called... um, Coffee and Twain's Guide to Leaving Mormonism. So that the first episode of that will be posting very soon. We also, next week, next weekend, so today is, what is today? The somethingth of July. 20th? 
the 19th of July, next weekend, and we don't know which day yet, but we will post it soon, will be our virtual coffee hour. Wait, virtual cocktail hour. Uh-huh. That is something we will do. We're, we're going to do like a Zoom call for certain levels of patrons. We'll have drinks together. We'll talk. Yeah. It'll be great. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's coming up next weekend. Right. And then, um, so yeah. So if you are not a patron, go to patreon.com slash hot drinks. You can, you can join various tiers that give you access to these additional <coughs> recordings slash videos slash live events slash whatever oh of our gosh. podcast. Did wow. you remember what you were going to ask? Oh, no. Okay, so <laughs> if you want to share with us what your matricle blessing for Marsha Clark Esquire would say, <laughs> you can write us at hot drinks for the belly at gmail.com. gmail.com. You can also on the anchor app you can leave us a voicemail, uh-huh. which people don't often do. No. The last one we got was some guy saying, yo. <laughs> we, don't know, we don't know who he was. It's fine. Um so we you can do that. It. Or we will put up an Instagram post about this episode. That's your job. Do that tonight, please. Yeah, I will. And you can comment on the Instagram post. Tell yeah. us what you want in your matrical blessing. Do it. Do you have any other things to share or add or anything like that? Uh, no, this was a good wrap-up. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Okay, great. So go uh, find a lawyer from the O.J. Simpson trial to lay hands <laughs> upon your vagine. Lay hands on you. And tell you about what the mother in heaven wants for you. Yes. Okay. In the name of C.J. Clark, amen. Amen. It won't stop. I don't know what's happening. Oh, my God. You're not going to believe what just came up on my Pinterest. Oh, hold on. It's still, we're still recording. I can't oh. get it to stop. Okay, we're stopping now. Okay.